Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds are talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. The smoothest show on internet radio. Your hosts, the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds. Hello and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. It is Saturday, May 9th, 2015. Mike, how are you? Doing okay, sir. Everything is going with you. Everything is fine. Say hello to Mr. Greg Chambers. Greg, this is my co-host, hey, Mike Greg, Reynolds. Hi, Mike. How are you? How are you doing today? Uh, I'm, do- I'm doing great. Thank you. How about yourself? Oh. I'm all right, man. Just looking forward to hearing this music that you got coming out. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, cool. I'm excited so, to be here and, and be with you guys. Well, we're happy to have you, Greg. Um, let me welcome Joe from Germany in the chat room and Ollie J. Welcome, fellas. Good to see you again, as always. If you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com and click on Greg Chambers' CD cover. That will bring you into the show page on BlogTalkRadio.com, and below that is the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485, 646 5485. Saxophonist Greg Chambers joins us to talk about his latest CD, Can't Help Myself, produced by Nate Harrison and Matt Godina, and features Paul Brown, Julian Vaughn, and Nils. Welcome uh, to Talking Smooth Jazz, Greg. Well, thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's pleasure our pleasure. I, my favorite on this CD is In the Moment um, with Julian Vaughn. I absolutely love that song. And I think I'm going to close the show with that So, because I've, I've been playing it to death. So, <laughs> oh, and, awesome. um, yeah, and we talked to Julian about his release, and I closed the show with the song as well. So, um, but we're going to listen uh-huh. to... So, we're going to listen to the other songs on your CD. But... Um, so now you were recently here in Las Vegas for your brother's wedding. Did you enjoy yourself? Uh, we had a wonderful time. We did. Um, it was great. We stayed off the strip um, just a little bit, but uh, got to catch up with some old friends um, and see Kim Lindsay. And uh, it was just a, just a wonderful time. Okay. That was my next question, if you were able to hook up with Kim Lindsay. So I'm glad you did. Good. Good. Okay. Yeah. All right. So tell us about... Um, before you tell us about Can't Help Myself, give us a little background on how you got started in the music business. Sure. Uh, well, you know, I've been playing saxophone since I was nine. Um, my parents are both musicians, so they kind of told me when I was coming of age to, to just say, you know, um, what instrument do you want to play? They really didn't give me an option. Uh, but my dad was a saxophone player as well and a clarinet player, and my mom was a flute player. And uh, both of them were music majors in college and um, just had a passion and a love for music. My dad had his own big band uh, when I was growing up um, that, you know, I ended up kind of playing in as well. And, um, you know, it was just like a family uh, that kind of loved to play music. And, um, you know, there were a lot of other families in our city that, um, you know, we, we really enjoyed hanging out with them. And they were all musicians, too. And it was just kind of this. Um, close circle of people and um, you know that that love um, kind of stuck with me for you know obviously through my formative years and, and um, going off to college I, I knew that I wanted to study music um, and I you know I think coming out of college um, 
I didn't know exactly what route I wanted to do as far as, you know, what genre. I I knew I'd always loved playing through jazz, but I also um, absolutely loved playing classical music and um, had some really great experiences when I was in college and then kind of just out of college as well. Um, but for me, it was just, you know, I love playing music no matter what it is. Um, but at the same time, I've always gravitated towards smooth jazz as far as listening to music. So Okay. Um, yeah. Now, how old were you when you started playing in your father's um, swing band? I started playing with them when I was in middle school. Um, we did, you know, some, some weddings and we did some um, small little festivals and things like that. Um, but, you know, I mean, it's, it was such a neat thing because all the other students, you know, when you're in middle school, you're, you're listening to, you know, whatever's popular, you know, on the radio and um, just to kind of grow up and have this appreciation for for big band jazz that obviously was passed down from my parents was just kind of a neat mm -hmm. experience. You know, I think I kind of liked that feeling of being a little different and, um, you know, having something that maybe not every kid has the opportunity to, to, to do. Um, you know, and then I, I just have always loved jazz, no matter what era or type of jazz it is. Um, you know, there's just something about it that it's so, um, so meaningful and so, um, there's so much expression in it and so much, um, you know, I like the, the, the vagueness of it too. I mean, like room for interpretation. So, um, yeah, I just, I've always loved it. Now, 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 do you find that having a classical background helps you as well? Uh, classical back? I do. Um, yeah, when I was in high school, I started taking lessons and my teacher, um, was primarily a classical player and he would just kind of expose me to all all different kinds of playing and, and all these great saxophonists, you know, all over the world. A lot of them are, you know, are still college professors or, you know, they go in and, and they solo with different orchestras or they, um, you know, play in quartets or they play chamber music or whatever it is. Um, but I've always, I've loved it. I mean, I love that the structure with it. I love the tone quality. I love um, the control that you develop when you, when you really study that style of music. Um, so it's, it's always been kind of my second love, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Greg, I am going to have you call back in. Um, as I said before, there's some, we're having some phone issues here with blog talk radio and you're, you're kind of weaving in and out. So what I'm going to do is play a song, um, and have you tell me, um, the, the story behind the song. Let's start with, um, in the moment. And then I'll have you call back in once, when the song starts playing. Okay. Perfect. Sure. Okay. Absolutely. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Okay. So I'll go ahead and play in the moment. And when you come, come back on, then we'll talk about it. Perfect. All right. This is in the moment from Greg Chambers, latest release. Can't help myself.
Well, I meant to close the show with that, but who cares? I love this song. I absolutely <laughs> love this song. It is so good. Ollie J says, it's the smooth jazz hit of summer 2015. I have to agree. I love that song. Oh, that is so cool to hear. <laughs> yeah. Tell well, us you. about um, working Tell us about working with Julian on this. Uh, sure. Actually, so I'll, I'll start off by talking about Matt. Um, so he and I put this song together. Um, and then, you know, I, I, I have Julian's last CD, Breakthrough. And uh, that mm -hmm. was one of the ones that I just kept finding myself going back to. And, and I was like, you know, I would love to get him involved on this. Um, and then, of course, he and Matt had, had worked together um, doing stuff for Darren Ron and um, some other people. Um, so he kind of put me in touch with him. Um, and then, you know, at the last, you know, at the NAMM show, uh, we hung out, um, Julian and I, uh, which was really cool because I hadn't met him in person um, until then. Um, oh, okay. But, you know, I mean, I just, I love his playing. It's it's so melodic, but yet it's so rhythmic. And I just knew that this would be kind of the perfect tune to get him on. You know, I mean, it's just, it's one of those really popping tunes. And, um, you know, I think he obviously is a, he's a guy that can handle any style, um, whether it's the slow jam or if it's, you know, something a little more up. Um, but I love the way he handles um, just everything that he did on this, on this track. So this is my feeling of the song when I first heard it. Um, and I had to write this down so that I can read it to you the way I, I felt it. The foreplay, if you will, between your saxophone and Julian's bass is fantastic. It has a great melody, a great hook, and as they used to say on American Bandstand, it's easy to dance to. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Can I use that? That is a great oh, review. <laughs> you definitely can. You definitely can. Uh, yes, that is my favorite song on this CD. In the Moment from Greg Chambers, Can't Help Myself Release. So now I mentioned earlier that it's produced by Nate Harrison and Matt Godina. And you also have Paul Brown on here and Nils. Um, your first time working with them or not? Um, with Nils, yes. Uh, Paul I'd worked with on my last um, EP that I put out. Um, he okay. mixed like half my album and then um, he's playing on a couple tracks. Okay. Um, and that guy is just a genius. He is, he knows how to mix. He knows how to just make anything, everything he touches just turns to gold. Um, so I knew that I wanted to have him on this project too. Okay. All right. That's good. And now this is, this was released um, last year. Are you working on new music? Um, I've got a couple tracks in the, in the hopper. Um, nothing, you know, as far as, you know, um, getting done. I'm not in a hurry um, right now. So I'm, I'm just kind of letting them sit and see what happens with them. Um, and of course, I want to get a couple more special guests on this one too. Um, I've got some ideas that I want to use. Um, but as of now, nothing, um, nothing major, just kind of getting some things started. Okay. All right. Um, I want to read a, a couple of reviews. Um, about your CD and yourself. Ronald Jackson from the Smooth Jazz Ride. Chambers having established that he has a firm handle on the nuances, flavor, flavors, and soul of this music has again accomplished his goal to satisfy. Dennis Poole from Smooth Jazz Therapy. No doubt about it. Can't Help Myself is the real smooth jazz deal and with input from the likes of Paul Brown, Nate Harrison, Niels, and Julian Bond, 
is a timely reminder of how good contemporary jazz can feel when done this well. I like that. Very nice. Me too. Uh, reviews. Yes, very nice reviews. So now um, I read that uh, you received a compliment from Dave Cos on your playing. Did, what did he tell you? He's, he and I have actually talked a couple times through email. Um, and actually, I was hoping to see him when we were in Vegas. Um, he was doing um, an interview with Kim the following day. And I was like, oh, I missed it. I mean, that Friday was the wedding. So there's no way that that was going to happen. But um, um, yeah, I've met him a couple times um, at some of his shows. And, um, you know, we've kind of talked and I kind of kept him abreast of all the things that, that I'm doing. Um, but he really, I mean, he's what I took most from it was he really liked like my sound, which was a really neat thing for me because he's someone that I look up to so much, um, you know, in terms of just, he's such a melodic player and he's such um, a charismatic person. He's such, he's, he's kind of the whole package. Um, but just, a, you know, for me, that was a really neat thing to, to hear that from him. And um, I know Peter White actually said some really nice things about the CD too, which was really cool. Okay. Okay. Um, now you earned a master's degree um, in uh, a master of music degree in saxophone um, at UCLA. What what classes do you take to earn a master's degree in saxophone? Um, mostly it's private lessons, so you take lessons all throughout college, and then you know as a master's student you take um, you continue that. So I mean you're taking lessons every week. Um, on top of that, you generally take like music theory history courses, um, you know, sight singing, dictation, which is, you know, um, you know, oral skills, like being able to, to hear something and replicate it. Um, um, piano proficiency. Um, I mean, all things that will help you in any um, capacity, you know, of, of making music um, beyond college. Um, I chose to do performance. You can kind of split it up as an undergrad. You can either do performance or education. If you're going to do education, it's more for like if you're going to teach in a school district, you know, kind of learn the fundamentals of each instrument so that you can kind of adequately teach it. Um, and then, of course, you take your general classes as well. Um, and then as a master's student, um, generally you're taking, you know, um, they kind of prepare you to write a thesis um, okay. as well. So you're taking kind of like bibliography classes and, um, you know, how to classes that improve your writing as, um, as well. So okay. kind of a, kind of a, well-rounded curriculum and every school is different, but um, for UCLA, that was kind of what their focus was. Okay. And in this, in this um, study, do you, do you have to, uh, how, how am I, it was your, your focus was just strictly saxophone or do you have to, you know, know other instruments as well? Um, for me, it was strictly saxophone. You could obviously, um, um, you can, there are certain schools that do like a woodwinds um, mm -hmm. major, and then you can study, you know, like if you really want to be a studio player, you know, you you can um, make that part of your curriculum where you, you know, study clarinet and oboe and flute. Um, but for me, I, I, my, I feel like my voice is saxophone and that was something um, that I just wanted to, to maintain and, and stick to just that. Okay. I see. All right. Okay. And, let's and listen course, to the, Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I, I totally forgot that, you know, in that too, you're also giving recitals and you're doing performances that you get graded on as well. So. 
Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, let's listen to the title track, I Can't Help Myself. Um, tell me about this. Okay, this one is, was the very first one that um, I came up with. I did most of the writing on this one myself, um, but I knew um, just having heard a lot of Nate's work that I wanted to bring this one to him and see what he could do with it. Um, but it was actually one that I was I teach as well. Um, so on the, uh, one of my drives home, I just started humming this melody, and then I, I was hearing all the parts kind of interlocked. So, you know, I got home, and within an hour, I pretty much had the song mapped out. Um, but it was definitely the first one, and I knew that that was going to kind of set the vibe for this whole this whole album. Um, just the right. feeling of, yeah, of just uh, positive energy and, and um, you know, just... You can't help yourself, I guess. <laughs> this is the title track.
That was the title track from saxophonist Greg Chambers' latest release, Can't Help Myself. It is available on Amazon.com. Definitely hop over there and pick it up. So I mentioned to Greg uh, before we came on the air that my sister and I were going to go see Howard Hewitt tomorrow. And you mentioned that you um, opened for him. Tell me about that. I did. Yeah, it was uh, last year. We were doing a show in Stockton. Um, there were a couple opening acts, um, but that was the headliner. Um, it was great. He was just a really, um, obviously, like, he, he's got his show down and um, was a neat guy to interact with. Um, before that, we had opened for um, Evelyn Champagne King, and mm-hmm. uh, she was, like, a total doll. She was amazing. She uh, We just talked for hours, and her, her husband uh, is Freddie Fox, who is also a, a smooth jazz um guitarist and also a a big studio player um and he was amazing um i didn't get as much time to converse with uh with howard as much as i did evelyn but uh it was a really cool experience and just kind of being in the same room as someone who you know i mean you you hear all these people on the radio and you kind of grow up listening to them but uh to actually talk to them and and um you know have that human relationship is, is just such a cool experience okay you mentioned um, a few minutes ago that you teach. Where do you teach? I do. Um, I uh, teach private lessons. Um, okay. I've done that for a number of years, um, and I love doing that. I, I think, you know, most musicians that I know, um, you know, except, for, I mean, if you make it huge, it's great. But, um, you know, a lot of us, you know, we, we kind of lead double lives. Um, I love working with kids, and, um, you know, I, I like to say I've got, like, 60 kids. Um, I also just started teaching this past uh, February, so I've been in it for three months, um, teaching high school and, and middle school as oh, well. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, I had taught high school previously, um, loved doing that, you know, and I've got uh, band classes, jazz band, and uh, marching band. Um, but I just, you know, I love working with kids, I love sharing music, you know, either you're, you know, even if I'm playing it or if I'm working with kids to teach them how to play it, you know, I think you know, in music, um, it's, it's all about sharing and it's about, you know, um, you know, that sense of community around music. Um, but I, I absolutely love, love teaching. Now, um, your bio says that some of your private students have been chosen to participate in the CBDA all state honor bands and many more were selected to participate in county and regional honor bands. So what is CBDA? That is California's um, honor band. Um, CBDA is a director, like an organization for band directors and music educators. Um, but okay. generally they put on, they host an honor band. So, you know, the students that really want to go out for it, they submit an audition tape. And, um, you know, if they get selected, great. They get to go. Um, generally it's held in Fresno. This year it's going to be separate. But um, they go there, they get a chance to rehearse for a couple of days and they put on a concert. But it's always ends up usually being, you know, the top students in the state of California. Um, they get selected um, anywhere from 100 to, uh, well, I guess roughly it's about 80 to 100 kids per band, and they usually have three bands at these kinds of events. But, um, yeah, I was really lucky last year. Um, I had four students get selected. I think the year before I had um, five or six. Um, some of them flew um, one of them was a clarinet student, and then um, the rest of them generally are saxophone students. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's a, such a good honor, and it's you know for me when I was in high school, 
I participated in these two. And, and I think those are what really kind of made me really want to kind of step it up to the next level. You know, just mm-hmm. being in a band full of students that all absolutely want to be there and want to be the best. And, um, you know, just having that sense of, um, you know, that, that honor and, and um, you know, achievement surrounding it is, is so important, you know, for those mm-hmm. kinds of kids. Okay. Now, you may have just answered this next question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, you are a classically trained saxophonist and musician and educator. Which one is the most fulfilling for you? That is so hard. I mean, I think I was telling you this before. Um, you know, I, I think I enjoy the fact that I kind of get to do all three. Um, as far as classical playing, I don't do it so much anymore. I mean, I'm just so busy as it mm-hmm. is. Um, you know, a couple times, like uh, two, a couple of years ago, I did um, play with a local symphony that one of the ones that my wife plays with, and we did um, Mio's Creation, um, which is just a fantastic piece and kind of a big alto feature. Um, but that's really, to be honest, the last thing that I've done kind of on a, in a classical setting. Um, but I, I absolutely enjoy teaching just as much as I do performing. I mean, it's just a different, different kind of thrill. Um, and I think for me, the, the most rewarding thing when I do play is obviously to play my own music. Like I really enjoy playing, you know, other pieces or other types of music out there. I mean, I, um, occasionally we'll do like a casual gig in the city here, you know, and, um, you know, play standards for, you know, just kind of, you know, a high profile event or something like that. But, um, I think that the biggest joy for me is, you know, playing the music that I've written and, um, you know, with a group of guys that I've kind of compiled uh, to do that. So. Okay. All right. The next song, So Into You. Tell me about this one. Uh, this one. So this is one that uh, Matt and I also worked on together. Um, and um, I guess the, you know, the one thing, the writing process was different for me on this one. Um, I chose to write pretty much entirely from the keyboards on, on this particular track. You know, I played a lot of the backing keyboards. Matt added some as well. Um, but I, I pretty much played the melody um, on a like a, a clav before re-recording it on saxophone. But I wanted to try to, you know, try to come up with a melody that um, I might not have gravitated to um, if I had just tried to do it on saxophone. Because I think as a musician, you kind of find yourself, you know, certainly gravitating towards certain um, notes or keys or, um, you know, different passages. So I was trying to kind of think outside the box on this one. And, you know, what would I do differently if I, you know, approached it from a different, different angle? All right. We're talking to saxophonist Greg Chambers. His latest release is called Can't Help Myself. If you would like to call in with a question or a comment for Greg, the phone number is 646-716-5485. This is So Into You.
So into you, another nice track from Greg Chambers' Can't Help Myself CD. Um, Ollie in the chat room says, this is one of those CDs you play and you like all the tracks. I agree with you on that, Ollie. All right, I have a phone call, area code 661. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Hi, my name is Gary. I'm a huge fan of Greg's. Hi, Gary. Oh, hey. Hi, Gary. Um, Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. It's a pleasure to speak with you. Um, I play the trumpet, and I think I owe a lot of it uh, to your inspiration uh, playing the saxophone. You know, it really inspired me to, to pick up a brass instrument myself. Wow, that is so humbling to hear that. Mm -hmm. Well, Greg, I'm, I'm humbled to speak to you, and I would love, if you would permit me, I would love to play you a few, a few bars on this new B-flat uh, wonderful trumpet I have in front of me. I'm fine with that. Go right ahead. Okay, here we go. <laughs> think I had to mute Gary on that one for a little bit. <laughs> okay. Thank you for calling though, Gary. I appreciate it. That was very cool. Yeah, thank you. All right. All right, Gary. Okay. Um, so now where are you playing uh, next? You have some dates coming up, Greg? Um, yeah, we do. Um, we are, let's see, the next thing we've got is in July. So we're playing um, one of the morning shows um, in the Fresno area. Um, which we have done once before. Um, and then I'll be joining um, also a trumpeter, a guy named Dave, David Jones, um, at Sheila E.'s new club in Studio City. So I'll be driving down there um, on July 13th. So those are the next couple ones for us. Okay. Oh, cool. All right. Now, now I wanted to ask you, um, you know, Greg, I know that um, you got hooked up with a guy out there Name uh, James Van Zandt. How did you guys hook up and everything? Oh, it was so funny. Um, um, there's as far as the stacks or the um, Sacramento smooth jazz scene. Um, he's pretty much it. Um, mm. There was a place called Sushi Rocks that was kind of doing some you know smaller scale performances, but um, someone that I had emailed or something said you need to call this guy James. He's trying to put together some shows um, at a place called Fire Rock which has kind of become the premier place in that region, um, minus whatever is happening at the Husky shows um, in the Woodlake Hotel, which is kind of in that area too. But they bring in like the big wigs, um, like, you know, Michael McDonald and Tony James and, um, you know, Peter White, Gerald Albright, all those guys. Um, mm -hmm. But it was so funny. We, we got to talking and he was like, you know, I want you to be the first show um, that we, when we start this series, I'm like, sure, I'd be honored if you, would have us do that. And, um, since then, you know, his, his shows have taken off. I mean, like they've been so successful. Um, there's another guy named Joe Levy, um, who I just played with him a couple of weeks ago. He's a, he's a soul singer, but he's just got, to me, he's got like a loser Vandross voice. Like it's just, it's butter. And like his, 
um, album was so well produced. Um, like he's just he's the whole package too. Um, but it's a really cool thing that to see that scene kind of um, develop there because it, it wasn't there a year ago. Um, and I, I think James uh, just you know made sure that he did it right when he did it. Are, are you, do you know James or have you? Yeah, actually, yeah, I, I'm actually, I managed a couple of artists and, you know, I was uh, talking with James to get them out to Sacramento, but that's how I got introduced to you through James. He, you know, he's like, yo, you got to check out Greg Chambers. He's, 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 he's hot. And he sent me some videos and everything and some music of yours. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then, uh, you know, so yeah. That's yeah. so funny. What a small world. Yeah, man, he is like the nicest guy too. Um, but yeah. Oh, everything yeah. he does, like he, he made sure to do everything right. And, um, you know, um, He's got a good partnership with um, KDEE, um, the radio station there, and like he, um, you know, advertises and you know makes sure that they support him in his endeavors too. And like he's just a he's just a wonderful guy, really really nice guy. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right, I have another phone call. Area code three three seven. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. <laughs> okay all right gary we get it <laughs> that's funny oh my goodness okay all right let's listen to another song um do you have a favorite on the cd you know um my wife's favorite i'll tell you that um is saturday afternoon which is okay um the one where I'm playing soprano. And when Nate first said, you know, I, I think this is one for you to play soprano. And I was like, Oh God, really? Do I have to play soprano? Cause it's such a different beast. It's such a hard um, instrument to play, you know, well and play it in tune, but um, it already had the melody. And I was like, you know, it's just such an upbeat, lively, happy tune. Um, so I, I love to play that one. All right. This is Saturday afternoon.
That was Saturday afternoon from uh, Greg Chambers' new release, Can't Help Myself. Who's on the guitar? Uh, that's Matt, actually. Okay. Matt All right. yeah. And he's, he's just so versatile. I mean, kind of knew that it needed to be kind of like a Peter Whiteish flair, but, um, I mean, Matt is just one of those guys that... Uh, he was actually in Brian Culbertson's touring band for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just so, so, so incredibly versatile. Um. Joe from Germany says there are many sax players, but Greg is one of the few having their own sound you easily recognize. Now that is so true. Yes. Oh, thank you, Joe. That's, That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. I want to welcome Tulsa Reeves to the chat room. Welcome, Tulsa. Nice to have you. Um, <laughs> okay, so Tulsa is on hold. I, w- I was afraid to answer this call, Tulsa, because this guy keeps calling playing the trumpet. So that's why I hadn't brought you on yet. Hi, Tulsa. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I tried. I tried to be nice. Okay. He'll be, he'll be, he'll be playing at the David Jones show. <laughs> oh, my God. What is going on? Okay. All right. Well, Tulsa, um, the, that area code was 940. Um, so, and I just hung up on that caller. So if anybody else calls in, I'm not answering the phone. I'm just going to put it out there because I don't know if it's going to be him or not. <laughs> oh, this is, this has not happened to us ever. This is just like the weirdest thing. It's just the weirdest Weird. thing going on right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. It's just crazy. All right. Um, is there anything else you would like us to, well, no, let me ask you this. Of all of your uh, music, all of the CDs that you have put out, um, which one do you think um, you've grown the most on? Oh, that's a, that's a question. Um, you know, um, probably this one or the, the one just before. Um, you know, I think just working with other top people, for me, just I feel like it forced me to, to grow as far as like, not just on my own instrument, but, you know, learning how to, to really record yourself and make sure you capture the right sound, um, how to mix, how to, how to produce and how to, you know, find things that work. Um, you know, and then also just kind of getting tracks back from people is really interesting because I can kind of say, oh, okay, so that's, that's what's happening. And, you know, you kind of get to isolate some of the parts, mm-hmm. which is really, really a cool thing, you know, you can kind of just solo some of these tracks and, see what exactly um, some of these pros are doing to, you know, to, to give it what they um, have added to it. So I think, okay. I think one of the last two albums for sure, either this one or After Hours. Okay. Okay. Now, um, Tulsa Reeves, a.k.a. Kim, she says she knows you, Greg. Uh, I'm sorry, what was her name? Tulsa Reeves. Um, her name is Kim. Tulsa Reeves. Kim. Probably, I, it's not ringing the bell at the moment, but um, I'm sure, I'm sure, probably. Okay. <laughs> I'm just scared to answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, you don't have oh to. Oh, my <laughs> That is crazy. That is so crazy. I'm sorry, Tulsa. I, I just, I can't take another chance. I, you know, I answered two calls and the guy played the trumpet and I just, I don't want to take another chance. Um, 
the you she put in the chat room her area code is 661 and that was the first phone that was the first number that gave the area code that Gary called from 661 so I'm not going to trust that <laughs> I'm weird <laughs> Gosh. I apologize, Greg. That's <laughs> uh, okay. I don't, I'm, I don't oh know. <laughs> I don't know either. I, I've never had this happen before. I don't know either. All right. Was there anything else that you would like us to know about Greg Chambers? I just wanted to say how uh, grateful I am that you took the time to, to spend some time with me and let me kind of talk to your listeners. And, um, you know, um, certainly it's, it's humbling to hear obviously responses from, you know, you know, Joe from Germany, people saying that, you know, you have a voice on your instrument. And um, I mean, it's, it's so cool. It doesn't get old to, to hear those kinds of things at all. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, just to, just to be in, you know, in a, in a position where you can kind of uh, be able to, to talk to people and hear what they want to say and, you know, get, get some trumpet music, you know, that's, that's wonderful. Okay. All right. I have two more reviews that I would like to read. One is from Jazz Monthly. It says, Greg Chambers, very likable, warm, free-flowing sax style, along with a great supporting cast of producers, arrangers, musicians, and vocalists make this new project, Can't Help Myself, quite rewarding for him and for his listeners. Soundclick.com, the saxophone-led pop of Dave Koz, Michael Lincoln, and Steve Cole meets the contemporary alternative rock of King, Howie Day, and Coldplay with subtle undertones of George Winston and even Nickel Creek. Interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. All right. Well, since I played my favorite track that I was initially going to close the show with, I will close the show with another track and I'll let you choose it. Um, how about Wait a While? Okay. Tell me about this one. Greg? Oh, yes. I'm sorry? Yeah. Tell me about Wait a While. Oh, I must have cut out. Um, so, Wait a While, um, this is one that. Uh, I kind of built from the baseline up, and uh, this is actually, you know, I mean, Nate produced most of this album. Um, I had kind of decided that I wanted to try to um, to handle more of the production duties on certain tracks, and this is one of the ones that I kind of handled. But, um, you know, I, I built it from the bass up, and I actually played an Iwi um, to kind of capture that synth bass, um, uh -huh. which is kind of unique, I suppose. Um, but this is one, um, I actually think... I. I want to say this is probably Matt's favorite too. I think he really enjoyed um, doing all that stuff um, in the pocket on this, on this kind of a tune. And, um, you know, it's, I think it's just kind of sets kind of a, a vibe of, um, you know, kind of nighttime and, um, you know, just something that's really chill and kind of, kind of loungy. So I'm excited for everyone to hear this one. And I have to give a shout out to Nate Harrison. Uh, he and Darren Ron are like the go-to producers um, for musicians, and they do very good quality work. And for you to work with them and for them to work with you, you know, that's a great opportunity because they are very good at what they do producing-wise. Yeah. Absolutely. They are just the top. Yeah, definitely. Okay, let everyone know where they can find you on the web. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so certainly on Amazon, iTunes, um, CD Baby. Um, my own website is gregchambersmusic.com. Um, I also do have 
two Facebooks, one for my personal page and then one for uh, my artist page. And um, the one for my artist is facebook.com backslash Greg Chambers Music. And um, certainly, it's like if you'd like to connect with me on my personal one, too, I open that up as well. Okay, cool. All right. Well, it has been such a pleasure talking to you. Um, thank you yeah. for giving us the opportunity. And I apologize again for the trumpet player. <laughs> it was an still experience. In, yes, he's in the chat room still insisting that it's not the same person, but it's the same phone number. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, well, I just wanted to say thanks so much for having me on. And um, it was such a pleasure to talk with you and, and Mike. And um, you know, I guess wish you all the best, and um, you know, it's just such a pleasure. So, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like I said, hopefully, you know, uh, I can get out there to the West Coast and meet you and everything. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. If you guys come out, if you come out for Brian Colbert Center, whatever. Um, obviously, I'm in the Bay Area, so um, if you find yourself here, just give me a call. I'd love to catch up and hang out, and um, you know, maybe have you come to one of the shows. Oh yes, cool. definitely. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, thank you again, Greg, and you have a great day. And um, if you have any children, tell your wife Happy Mother's Day for us. Will do. You guys have a wonderful weekend, and Happy Mother's Day as well. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. That was Greg Chambers. His CD is called Can't Help Myself. You can find it on CD Baby and Amazon. Visit his website, gregchambersmusic.com. Follow him on Twitter at G Chambers Group and on Instagram at Greg Chambers Music. All right, Mike. So you're headed out to see Marquel. Marquel? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going out tonight to see Marquel Jordan. Um, he's going to be playing at uh, the Dave and Buster's in Anne Arundel uh, Mills Mall out here in um, Anne Arundel County, Maryland. So uh, this will be his first, you know, uh, stop into the DMV for a solo show. And he'll be playing with um, a couple of guys from the DMV, uh, Wayne Bruce and uh, Timothy Steele from, uh, Spur from, from Spur to Moment. So it should be a good show. Oh, Take that is time. awesome. I wish I could go see him, but I think you're going to be very pleased uh, with Marquel. Not only can he play the saxophone, but he can sing as well. So I think you're going to be very pleased um, with that concert tonight. Good for you. I'm glad you're going to go see him. All right. Yeah. So let me thank those in the chat room. Joe from Germany, Ollie J, Tulsa Reeves, a.k.a. the Trumpet Man. <laughs> And uh, guests, thank you for tuning in, listening to the show. I'm going to close the show with uh, Wait a While from Greg's CD, Can't Help Myself. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds. And we look forward to Talking Smooth Jazz with you again. Until then, keep it smooth. Enjoy, Mike.
Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Please visit our websites, TalkingSmoothJazz.com and Mastermind-Entertainment.com. Join our Facebook fan and group pages and follow us on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen and The Daily Grind. That's T-H-A Daily Grind.